The Spread Show. better way to start uh start this podcast and with the boston celtics getting absolutely blown out by a team that has played seven games together with a brand new coach that's never coached before yeah no shot no (laughs) shot of winning i don't know why james harden's still in the okay are you watching this at all (laughs) no there's no chance of me watching the rest he did like eight to ten dribbles between his legs and just shot a three and left like he's on Peyton Pritchard. Like this game, the series is over. You can you can sit out the rest of the series at this point. God knows Kyrie wants to. Um, that's that's also in two K when you uh, manually don't let those starters go out, no matter the score. <laughs> Got to stay in. Yep, for sure. Uh, so after just a little bit, I mean, we had some predictions we went over last week with Rob, but after just the initial first few games, as your feeling changed on a favorite to win the title no i think i did i have brooklyn i'm pretty sure i had brooklyn yeah you like brooklyn a lot i mean i don't i don't know if this is the you know i i didn't think going in that this was some type of test or or that they should look bad against this uh boston team so um, yeah but yeah i still think brooklyn should win it fair I How about you? I thought that the Sixers and the Clippers would uh, meet in the finals. I don't know about either of those teams at this point, honestly. And the Sixers are fine, but I still don't think they're that good. Uh, like I just, I don't know. I the watched Sixers them are, just, ugh. aren't the Sixers weird in, in 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 the way in which like. It doesn't matter about their past game or their previous game or how good or bad they looked. It's always about the next game. Like, yeah, yeah I just don't know what I'm going to get, I guess, is what I mean from the Sixers. And it's Doc weird. Rivers is the coach. That doesn't help. <laughs> that That's uh, troublesome. Um, yeah, but when the Nets look this good, like, I, what are you going to do? I, I Like you said, I know it's against Boston, but it doesn't matter. Like, they look like they can beat anyone. And I also don't know what you do to stop them. And they haven't really, you know, and, and I guess I should give them some props because, uh, you know, the lack of games between the big three for them to come out in, in a playoff series and look that good. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. And, you know, this first half, I laughed about Joe Harris only getting the ball three times uh, a game, but he hit seven threes in the first half, I think, in this game. So, uh, or and he's going to get, you know, he should get what, 10? If we're being, if I'm being honest, he should get ten open looks a game. I'm yeah. talking about wide open, not even looks. Ten open looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's crazy. So they're plus two hundred right now, which seems about right. It honestly, seems unfair. I mean, if you're just telling me I can put some money down and get double right away, like uh, that's not a bad bet. It, it's nuts. There's no bad bets on the board to be honest with you. So the I Lakers... mean, if we're going to go out West, is anyone in the, I mean, I know we're going to get there, but, and it's not like anyone's shining out there or, or any team I'm scared of, I guess I would say if I'm, I'm Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, the, the Lakers <laughs> look like trash. Uh, the Clippers might not get, I mean, they should make it out of the first round, but that team, like, you just don't want them to win the title, honestly. Like, just watching, those guys are just complete marks for themselves. Like, when <laughs> when Kleber got dunked on and, like, all three of those guys were standing over them as Luka was Dude, just Kawhi. carving them up. Yeah. Kawhi did. 
what the fuck? What is going on with you guys? It's such a weird team, and it's so easy for me personally to just not like them. But I also think if we're just going to talk basketball, it's just for whatever reason. And I know they beat them last year. I just – this matchup for them, I don't know. And and I guess for anyone, you're not going to stop Luka. (laughs) So I don't know. Yeah, they just – they got absolutely sliced up the whole game. Like, how are you celebrating? Like, you can, you shouldn't be able to celebrate based on last year, not just, yeah. like, that. what's happening now. Like, last year, you guys were the most embarrassing team in basketball. <laughs> you should not – you should be all business right now. Is it – and is it me, or are they still playing the Luka pick and roll exactly how Dallas wants them to? I, oh, I don't yeah. understand it. They didn't figure anything out at all. They They just don't know what to do. They just and the the funny thing is like they have to, the two guys that they should be able to easily, I mean by their rep should be able to slow them down at least, and they're not doing anything. Like how how are you? Do you have Kawhi and Paul George? And at this point, they're just not good defenders, I guess. Like they were shut down well, defenders. Now they're just not defenders at all. And the other thing for me is, so uh, you know, everyone made a not a big deal, but a deal out of Rondo going there. But to me, he he's going to like a stagnant team. He's not going to a team full of people who are going to make Rondo better. Like Paul George and Kawhi need the ball. Yeah. It, yep. it's, and it's like Nicholas Batum spotting up. And it, it's just a weird cast of characters. It, it has been for a while, but it's just a weird, weird cast of characters. And if I'm being 100% honest, it's not his fault, but Kawhi always seems out of it. And I know that's just yeah, his personality, yeah. but... Seriously. I don't know. He doesn't seem like a Toronto Raptors Kawhi. No, like at some point, can he just take like 30 shots? <laughs> Would that mm-hmm. be out of the question? Remember, like, hey man, maybe the- you should have the ball every fucking time we go down the floor, not like just play within the offense. I mean, some of the questions we were asking after that Raptors run were crazy. Yes. And and to see, you know, not that he's playing terrible. But to see him kind of fall back into that like star mode, not superstar, especially in the playoffs, is troubling. He's fallen to like top fifteen, not like yeah. top two. He was. People were like, "Dude, this guy might be one of the best players of all time. He's won a championship everywhere he went, and now he just kind of sucks. <laughs> like he's and fine." I, I, the the biggest thing for me is not even offensively; it's defensively. What he could do to a team, and. I don't know. I don't know if it's his health, just age, but he doesn't seem to be that be-all stopper that he once was. No, I don't think he cares. Scared of him like they were. Yeah, he just doesn't seem to care. And Paul George is just like, just please someone else do anything and I can just be along for the ride. <laughs> I, f- yeah. I don't know. I feel terrible picking that team now. Um, the the Sixers, though, I don't feel as bad. I, like, I really like that Tobias Harris is, you know, still – able to score 20 you know for them he had a huge night in that first game uh when Embiid was out and Ben Simmons I don't know it just it's it's what do you even want to say about Ben Simmons at this point like it's not over but it's like he is what he is he's not going to change and and, you know let's be clear if we're going to give the Sixers a chance who is guarding Embiid if that series with Brooklyn happens? You know what I mean? They have some mis- mismatches yeah. that, that you know, could make the series interesting, which is why I can't count the Sixers out. And just defensively, Ben Simmons is, you know, going to make it difficult on someone. Yeah. Bias Harris isn't bad. 
It's so. going to be great, actually, in that matchup because they will have Ben Simmons, Thibel, and then Embiid at the rim. So, I mean, that's a really mm-hmm. good – that's that's not bad. I mean, defensively, yeah. you might actually be able to slow him down a little bit. But, yeah, when you can't match any offense, it's going to be awkward. Um, who else is in here contending? So, the Mil- Milwaukee Bucks plus 600, they were able to blow out the Miami Heat in game two. Uh, I don't really know how to feel about that. I feel like the Heat – Went really hard in game one. They thought they were going to steal it and then just kind of sit out game two, you know, just say whatever and then go win uh, in Miami, and it didn't work out. <laughs> so I still think Miami yeah. wins a game or two in this series, though. Yeah, I, I agree with that, and I also just don't think Milwaukee's going to change what people think about them in the first or second round, regardless of how good they look. They're going to have to get over that hump or nobody's, I don't know. I don't think anyone's really going to care about how they look leading no. up to that point. Yeah, no, I it really, they haven't. It's just like the Clippers, except I feel like Milwaukee knows they have to do something. The Clippers feel like people should just respect them no matter what. So I, I, yeah, under, I like Milwaukee because they're going about their business and uh, you know, they're, they're playing a team that embarrassed them last year in the bubble and might have a chance to make that right and get better and move forward. So they're at plus 600. I think that's a really good bet. Plus 600 just to come out of the East and, and beat some team in the West that might be beat up or not very good. Like, that's great yeah. <laughs> for for them and the Sixers at plus 650. Um, and the other thing I'll say about the East, since we're kind of going through all the teams, is even though we don't believe in either of the teams, I think the Atlanta-New York uh, series is – I mean, it's been one game so far, but uh, just with the crowd, the feeling back in MSG, I don't know. It's just been a cool series. Like I said, I don't think either of us take either of those teams seriously. Yeah. Um, But I think it's just a fun series to watch. Oh, that was one of the best game, like playoff games. Obviously, one of the best playoff games we've seen in the last two years, probably. But that was incredible. (laughs) It was so fun. D Rose hitting that floater at the end of the game and then Trey ending it which I didn't really like, but, you know. I know. Uh, I was really surprised at the way def- they defended Trey that whole game. Like, they just kind of let him play within the offense. And, uh, you know, I feel like I thought they were just going to do the Thibs kind of very physical, beat him up type of style, but it just was kind of, eh, let him, let him play, play defense. <laughs> I don't know. And if I had to make a bet, I think that that'll change this next game. If yeah. I know Thibs, how I think I know him, he—I don't think he's gonna—I don't know. I, and you know, maybe there's not much that team can do defensively because they just might not have the personnel. But I On think Thibs will draw Gibson. something up at least to make him get rid of the ball. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. And he was—I mean, he was just—they were able to play their offense, which isn't good, especially when you have Bogdanovich just doing whatever he wants. Like you're, you're fucked. If Bogdanovich yep. played for the Mavericks right now. Like that team oh. would be so much better. Just give give Porzingis back, or give him to the to Atlanta, and give Bogdanovich yeah. to uh, to Luca, and we'll see what happens. Because that dude is incredible. He's like a legit second player on a very good team, like a fifty win team. Super I feel like. underrated. Uh, and damn, yeah, Milwaukee probably wishes they had him. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, that that series is gonna be fun. Um, I feel like Atlanta if they were to advance, would be maybe a tougher out than than the Knicks. But I also, we got the worst of Julius Randle in that first game, which sucked. 
That was yeah. really yeah. awkward. I don't know why that happened. Hopefully he figures it out. I like I don't feel like they were doing anything special. He just started off weird and never got on track. And that's really and for weird. the Knicks to still be in that game, you know? Yeah. Yep, for sure. Goes to them. Um so yeah, hopefully Julius Randle's gone he comes back and scores like forty. That would be great. That second game is in New York. It's Knicks minus two. This is like Knicks by twenty, right? In this game. The Hawks don't need it. They already stole one. Yeah. Like this be- has- at least you better hope so. It it should be a ten to fifteen to twenty point game, right? You yeah. have to have this. Like tonight. Um let me pull up that line. But tonight, you know, I feel like uh oh Boston. No, sorry. Uh the Lakers, like minus two. They should definitely win tonight. Um, I guess maybe not. They're not at home, though. So that, that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. And they're just not. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, know. a home team that loses game one usually bounces back and just dominates in game two because the other team's like, whatever. You know, we stole one. Fuck it. Like, the Clippers and are you minus seven. Have no choice. Yeah. The Clippers are minus seven. Um, so, you know, I expect that to hold up. Denver last night, like minus two, like they win by 19, I think. So it's it's kind of a pattern. But, um, yeah, I, I don't see these teams losing twice like that. Uh, what else is going on? So, yeah, the Lakers-Phoenix series um, could be fun. As long as Booker's doing stuff, I'm, I'm going to definitely watch. But if it's like, if it turns all Grizz. this. Little, yeah, yeah, for sure, the Grizzlies. But I'm saying like this Lakers-Phoenix series. I don't like watching AD and LeBron as much. <laughs> like, I don't really like watching LeBron too much anyways. AD is kind of cool, but then he always gets hurt. But LeBron, like, taking his flopping to the next level is really starting to get annoying. It, it's, I don't know. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, I don't know how he does it. Yeah. How can you do that, dude? Like that's sad that like the got... breakdowns that people were doing where like there was that little fight that broke out and LeBron was already yeah. flopping and he like had to get up and move towards where the fight was so he could flop again. Like he went down on a knee where the fight was going on so he could actually, you know, get in the get the attention and show people that he was hurt. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like since when? The fact that you're you you and everyone watching uh, knows and fully understands it's your eye, but you have to oh, lay yeah, that on was... the ground as if the rest of your body <laughs> is just, I don't know. It's Dude, the but... weirdest thing. Like, why wouldn't you want to go get attention, or, you know, attention from the staff, like on the <laughs> sideline? Lay on the ground. And then the, uh, let's not forget, you know, this last game when Chris Paul barely, you know, like I was just talking about, the, the little fight broke out. But Chris Paul, you know, basically slaps him on the shoulder and he just collapses on the ground. And, like, what happened, dude? Like, <laughs> I don't I don't understand. Chris Paul had a shoot shoulder injury in that game. But LeBron was, like, rolling on the ground. Like, I can't stand that shit anymore. He had a shoot injury. I get it. Like, he was, he was hurt for a while. But that doesn't seem to be translating. It seems like every other part of his body is getting extremely injured for about, you know, one to three minutes per game. It's so annoying. I I literally thought multiple times. I was like, oh, okay, he's going to pull the Jimmy Butler, like where he smiles at the camera. Wink, wink. <laughs> We're all in on it. You're just, you know, milking it. He, he really said he's seen three baskets. 
for the final shot. Yeah. And I mean that, that's, that game when he got his eye poked versus the Warriors. It just seems like that's something that he's been doing now is just talking about how he he builds he builds imaginary like circumstances to make it seem better when he goes over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like he puts yeah. all these things out there, like he'll try to do it beforehand most of the time. So that by the time the result shows up, it's like you know, wow, I can't believe LeBron made it through that when he said this before the game or like, well, or he loses and even, it's like, yeah, that's what happened. Sorry. Not even going into him saying that he wasn't going to be healthy the, for the rest of the year after the ankle injury. Oh yeah. No, for his, he said he didn't think he'll ever Career. be right. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, like, dude, there are people who have like, like Sean Livingston who have come back from like, you know, crazy injuries and you know but like lebron has an ankle problem yeah sprain or whatever it is he's like yeah he's not gonna be the same person ever <laughs> like, I, all right dude i can't stand it it sucks um chris paul though obviously gets injured immediately in the playoffs that sucked hopefully yep. he's okay but as long as devin booker you still, heard anything on him uh he's fine to play i mean i don't i don't know what it actually looks like as far as like you know, if he's going to be able to shoot fine or whatever, but yeah, I, I have no clue. Um, and just to get ahead of it, I can't wait till we get the Chris Paul Braun double flop where they both they got hit <laughs> and they both go flying. I think we're going to get that in this series, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. It doesn't seem as though uh, Suns had really any problems, uh, you know, creating their offense. Which I don't know why why they would, but. I don't know what's up with, uh, you know, AD's going to have to be better, obviously. But um, I don't know why AD Dude, shouldn't average he 40. He dominates this team. 70%. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I have no idea what, what the hell happened to that dude. He should have faked it. He should shoot he 70%. Does. He should shoot 70% and average 40. They didn't do it. Dude, they scored 90 points in that game. <laughs> Get Andre Drummond off the floor, first of all. Like, that's not helping you. They were posting him up like back to back times. Like, sorry, that's not that's not doing anything. Um, well, and 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 no disrespect, but like, dude, Caruso is 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 asked to do a lot more than I thought they'd ever ask him to do. It's yep. really weird. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I mean, really, the the story of that game should have been Aiton. Aiton was twenty one and sixteen. He was ten for eleven. Oh, like he dominated that game. And he's that's not the type of player he is. Like he's just he's really solid, but good God. You're just gonna let him smoke you? I don't know. And man. I guess going back to, to what you said about Drummond not being like why what what are you good at then, Drummond? Yeah. Yeah. What, I don't, what are you in the game for? Defensive rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> um so one other thing I wanted to go back to the Nets on really quick, because I'm just watching them continue to smoke the uh the Celtics. But um a lot of people, or if, you know, maybe like three, three to five of the podcasts I was listening to, they're talking about the Nets. Like, yeah, I don't know. They're not bought into the Nets right now for some reason uh, because they don't have like you know the chemistry. They haven't played enough games together, and I, I think I've given up on that. I don't think that matters at all because they're about to play what three weeks of you know, yeah, three to five weeks of basketball together where they're playing at the highest level. They're all playing high minutes and. You know, the stakes couldn't be higher. So this is like the and ultimate I, way to build chemistry. <laughs> like they're going to be at not, the not, peak by the finals. 
Not only that, though, but it, even with no chemistry, dude, we're talking about basketball one-on-one, what, 101. Yeah. It, it, nobody can stay in front of e- it, it, n- none of these three guys. Not one person, one-on-one, is probably going to stay in front of them. Yeah. It, it, you know what I mean? It's just one-on-one. There's nothing you can do. Durant's going to get a shot versus anyone in the league. Kyrie can get a shot versus anyone in the league. And then if you're having Harden in a, a, a little bit of a lesser – you know, distribution type role. I, I don't like, it's just basketball one-on-one. You don't have to run some intricate offense. It's not really X's and O's. It's just three of the top five, 10 players in the league. Yeah, you're exactly right. When it comes to the playoffs, we know how important it is to be able to score in the half court when things get muddied and uh, that those three are probably the best in the league. <laughs> so good luck. Um, so yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy any of the chemistry stuff. It doesn't make any damn sense. Washington and Philly. Did you have any, uh, any news on that one? Just on Uh, Washington. uh, (laughs) It's, I mean, I don't mind watching because Beal is good. Uh, Rui's, you know, Rui's there. I don't, I like the, you know, some of the guys in the Sixers, but I like Beal. And sometimes it's fun to watch Westbrook try to take over a game and do stupid shit. But yeah, ultimately, yeah. I don't really care. I guess it's just I, I look at it and I, I feel like a bit like oof, just the roster construction. Like I, it just doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't work. They just, it's just weird. And watching, just seeing Westbrook there is also weird. Like you said, it's fun. But you you kind of understand what it is and limitations <laughs> yeah they don't have a whole lot going on bench wise but at the same time i feel like if you have beal and westbrook shouldn't you be able to win a game or two in the playoffs like bradley beal is like a really good player like he's really good really really good and russell westbrook is i mean he's he's does crazy shit but he's still really good yeah, you should probably be able to steal one like it's against the you Sixers. Should. It's not like they're playing like the the Warriors with Steph and Clay and Draymond. Like this is True. just the Sixers. So I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they win one or two games. They're plus eight in their next game, and I probably I honestly would just ride Washington's points for the rest of the uh, series. I think just to see what happens because Philly's not that good. Should be an interesting watch. And sometimes Philly's just not going to score. <laughs> Straight up not scoring. Um. Yeah. And Portland, so we watched a little bit of this last night. Uh, it doesn't seem like anyone can stop Dame, but Portland cannot stop anyone. I don't know what to think. Does I, this I, just go seven? I, yeah, it, it's going to go six. Or I mean, it obviously is got, it, it, it should go seven, but I'm just so, maybe not tired is the word, but it's like it feels like every time I tune into a Portland game, it's a it's a run by Lillard and McCollum or something where they hit like three straight unbelievable contested threes. It just feels so like tough. I don't know. It doesn't seem like anything's just regular for that Portland team. Everything is like, oh my god, and Lillard. Like, how did he do it? Like, dude, it's the second quarter. Like, and and these guys are taking crazy shots. Yeah, it just is not going to work for the, the duration of the playoffs. But it's fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. And they have no uh, idea. They can't stop, you know, the sides with Jokic, Porter, and Gordon. Like, that's going to be impossible. So they just have to basically hope they can outshoot Denver. Um, 
They shot 33 threes last night. I think Denver shot 28. Dame was on fire. CJ only took 12 shots, which was kind of weird. Uh, a lot of Norman Powell. And Mello doesn't really do anything besides stand outside the three-point line and shoot threes now, and, which is really and weird. With all, due, with all due respect to Mello, I really mean that. We've gotten to this weird like phase in or this weird point in his career to where like now he's like no he's super underrated Melo's actually really <laughs> good Melo's not like Melo has a couple good games plays no defense stops the ball still all the same problems he's had yeah but scores less and it, it, it's just weird I I like Melo don't get me wrong but I think you know what I mean some yeah. people are thinking like you know like Melo's you know the the, the big three now it's like it's a CJ Damon Mello. It's like, yeah. I I, I just feel Mello's like he used that. to be. I know he's not the same dude, but like he wasn't like a terrible guy to put down low. Like if there were smaller guys, he would go dominate people down on the block. And I guess he just doesn't sure. care to do that anymore, or they don't want to exploit that. But like, if he's doing, if he's running pick and rolls with Dame, like. Let him go down low if he gets a switch onto like Compazzo and just give him the ball. Like that should be automatic. So I don't, I don't know. I hope, yeah. hope they figure something um, out there because it can't just be Dame shooting forty-five times. But I think it got drilled into Melo so much, like towards the, you know, when he was kind of uh, falling off. That nope, it's a three-point game now. Like get the hell out of there. You're not that player anymore. Yeah, I feel like Portland now. He's kind of like eh, submitted to like. I guess, you know what I mean? Even though, like you said, he could get tons of easy buckets and draw fouls with his pump fakes and, and his fake, all that just stuff being that he does big. so well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just don't, I think he's kind of just like, eh, I'll, I'll play the three or, you know, play the three point line. And that's who I am. Um. So the Lakers and Phoenix are going to start up. Who do you have here? What do you think the line is? Um. So the Lakers would have to be favored. I'm guessing it's it's the it's the Lakers. They have they they don't have to win. I guess they're on the road. I'm gonna say probably the Lakers four and a half or five. Uh, it is Lakers minus two right now. So oh, I don't I don't feel like like if we look at this realistically, I get that LeBron and AD were injured, but this is like this is a seven seed on the road. With two, with an injured star player with no bench, against you know the the number two seed, almost number one seed in the NBA. <laughs> should we? Should we their, be like, who is hey, their third best player, Schroeder? It's got to be Schroeder. Who's their fourth best player? Uh, Kuzma. Oh my god! Yeah, they're fucked. They're fucked. Then yeah, but it's yeah. true. It's probably or. Caruso? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Kuzma. He just he just he plateaued. <laughs> and it's so frustrating, dude, because how many years have we been here with a LeBron led team? Yeah. Like who do they have? Yeah. What's the supporting cast? Like I don't know though, but he's getting older, man. I, I he just can't do it every year. Yeah. Um I I don't yeah, I don't know. My prediction though is AD is going to have 40 plus this game and if not I think they lose. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I think that Phoenix is going to win this series. I'm just straight up going with Phoenix. Like it doesn't yeah. have to uh, like just because the Lakers have these guys, we can't just keep making excuses like 
I feel like they were a better team last year. And, um, you know, LeBron's banged up. Sorry. Like, <laughs> and they're the seventh seed. They don't have home court advantage. Like, I just, I just feel like I'm taking and the Suns. I think some of the, some of it is we put stock in the fact that, you know, Phoenix hasn't been in the playoffs in how long, hasn't been good in how long. Yeah. So I don't think we give Booker the credit of like, not maybe not the credit, but Booker's really good, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know where he'd be if you picked, you know, if you started picking off the best players in the playoffs. But, you know, Booker Booker should be getting looked at kind of how Tatum is, right? Yeah, for sure. They're doing but the same thing, weird. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a better so. version of Tatum right now um, because Tatum hasn't gone through as many losing seasons, I feel like. Uh, but, yeah. you know. Um, but and they the, have some sneaky good role players. Yeah, know? they really do. Like, Bridges is really good. <clears throat> Sarge can get you 10, 20, 10 15 minutes. Um, Cam Johnson, Cam Payne. Uh, yeah, and then, Cam Payne can play all of a sudden again. It's weird. Yeah, and they, they have Jay Crowder, who always is going to just show up in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's just going to happen. Sorry. Uh, they just don't have any bigs, so AD should score 500 points. Like, if they get if they get Aiden in foul trouble, it's game over for the Suns. Um, I mean, what, who's guarding him? Dario Saric then? It ha- yeah, it has to be Saric or Jay Crowder. <laughs> that's all you got. It's, that's nuts. That's yeah. nuts. Uh, but with that being said, what do you think the odds are for Phoenix to win the series? Um, Doesn't matter how so many think, games, all you got to do is win in advance. I think, like, for you'd probably get Phoenix right now at, like, minus 220. Phoenix to win the series at minus 220? My off? I mean, do I sound stupid? I think that sounds crazy. You think well, Phoenix is that heavily favored? Even with all the well, people? I think they should be. Is that what you said? No, like do you you think that you think that like that's what Vegas thinks? Or the general public? Okay, you're probably right. Is it what? Is it probably 50-50 odds then? Yeah, yeah, it's, they're both minus one ten, which is I think is crazy. I'm surprised. I, I'm. I think that uh, it makes sense for the Lakers to be minus one ten. Um, I'm surprised that I Phoenix isn't Phoenix like. There. Yeah, I'm surprised that Phoenix isn't like still plus one hundred or something, because oh, I, I I'm just surprised. Like that because I, I don't think that they're going to be drawing too many too much money at minus one ten right now. Like if I'm uh, if I'm setting the line as a is you know if I'm in Vegas, yeah, I get you. That's kind of casual fans. Yeah, like who's gonna be like, oh, nice Phoenix minus one ten? Like, no, I'm not. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a good bet right now. Um, so yeah, I was oh, just that I don't know, surprised. That, that totally makes sense. But yeah, what do you think about the series odds though? So who you, who do you think wins the series straight up? I think Phoenix does. Okay, what uh, what do you think it's gonna be like four two four three? Uh. Yeah, I'll say six. I'll say they'll get him in six. Four, two. So that's plus 600. Really? Yeah. My. The, the best odds and, you can, and, or the, the favorite is Lakers four, two at plus 300. That's a, 
and maybe I'm going to look like an idiot after tonight. And like I said, I just said I expect AD to go off for 40. Yeah. So I guess still somewhere in the back of my head, you know, uh, maybe I'm lying to myself. I just the, – they just seem like a better team. Yeah. I, I don't know how else to, to feel. Like, I don't know. It's that's a, that's that's weird that you said so. They said they have LA in six. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> that yeah. I, I How don't do you know. feel? How who do you feel? What, no, I'm feel like? I'm right with you. Who I really thought like I think that Phoenix can win it in six. They have home court yeah, and LeBron looks terrible. Le- LeBron hasn't looked good in these last two games, so uh, I don't know. But then and, again, and, I look at it like who's going to guard ADs. <laughs> And, you know, for, for everyone saying, oh, Chris Paul, he has to make it through, AD has to make it through 100% healthy. Yeah. And we have LeBron who, quote-unquote, won't be right for the rest of his career. <laughs> so He's done uh, for his I, career, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think those are – and those are really interesting. Obviously, it's going to change by the time everyone uh, listens to this, but that's crazy. Um, that'll okay. be fun to watch. Wow. That, that's yeah. some of the most – those numbers could, could – those could be some of the most volatile – um, like betting numbers that we've seen in a while. What do you have Dallas to win their series versus the Clippers right now? What would you personally put it at? I would personally, I personally probably put it at minus. Uh, I'll probably put them at minus one ten. Okay, they're tonight. Obviously, they are uh, not favored versus the Clippers because they're on the road. They're plus seven tonight, but um. They are plus 145 to win their series. The Clippers, and what are, the Clippers? are minus 165 to win the series. Huh. How do you feel about that? I'm not shocked. I really am not super shocked, but I also wouldn't like I those are that's a number that I am I'm cool with putting money on uh Dallas right now. Like I'd be completely fine with that. And if they lost, whatever, I don't care. But I feel like I feel way better about watching that team, seeing what they just did in game one, and knowing that I'm getting Luca. Like I'm my superstar that I'm rooting for that I have money riding on, like is in control of the game more so than the other two guys on the other team. Uh obviously and it sucks that my, I have poor Zingus, but <laughs> other than that, not bad. My 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 big thing is I, I can always a hundred percent every game count on Luca for about thirty. Yeah. Pencil it in. It's going to be penciled in and it's going to be, you know, look pretty easy. I don't know. You know, I get it. I get it. They still have Kawhi. They still have PG. They still have a really good team. Um, I, I just don't think Dallas is, and I don't think really anyone's scared of them, but I think Dallas especially kind of knows, eh, you know, uh, this team's kind of like soft. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Clippers, I mean, if you if you pick Dallas to win, the series, it doesn't matter which. I mean, you can get 450 on a six game series win. You can get plus 600 if the Mavs win in seven. So, like, you're making money either way. Um, the the favorite here is Clippers in seven. Like, they think this game's going seven. Uh, and that's scary. Ooh. Like, if they if you see these odds, right? Clippers 4 3 is plus 300. Mavericks four threes plus six hundred. If this game's going seven, then I'm. I want. I want to have the Mavericks. I want the Mavericks at double double money, plus six hundred. Even in Vegas, how do you justify that? That doesn't seem to add up to me. Yeah, I'm not allowing that 
to, to go on the board. I'm basically, if it's at seven, I'm saying, okay, Clippers are plus 300, then the Mavs are like plus 350. Because <laughs> it's a yeah, coin it, flip at that point. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. And who else do we got for a series? Let's talk about the, the Memphis Grizzlies. We did not get into that one. That one was weird. Uh, and I wanted to bring this up because you talked about Isaiah Thomas last night. And I was thinking about this. But there's a huge thing going on in sports right now with uh, these players, like these superstars, having their own trainers and training staff. And they all, they're they like coming into contention with the team staff. And it's causing all these uh. issues. And like Donovan Mitchell's having that right now where his, his team is basically saying, we're good, to, you know, Donovan's good to go. He can play. And the Jazz is like, no, he can't play. And it's like, what the... F so... You know, that can be, that's obviously was a huge issue with Kawhi. Like, Kawhi literally left San Antonio because of that. Uh, Tom Brady, that was a huge issue with him in New England. I remember, you know, the whole thing with Alex Guerrero. Uh, Jack Eichel, who's a superstar, young player in Buffalo, um, is having the same thing right now where he, you know, his team is telling him he, he needs this back surgery, but the team won't let him get it, and it's just causing these huge issues. Um so I don't know. That seems to be like a across sports seems to be like yeah, something that's and, actually popping up. And and the interesting, you know, the, and the Mitchell case is so interesting because if we're going to talk about what's in the best interest of both camps, it seems to be opposite. I mean, if if we're to take it on face value, it's yeah. usually the team telling you you can go, and your you know your personal team telling you no, it's not worth it. Right. So a very a, a very odd situation when you're you know. His own team is telling him he's good to go, or his, you know, his team around him. But the Jazz are telling him no. Yeah, it's that that one was really weird. It felt like they're just like, look, we can get by without you for one game. We want to make sure you're fully good to go. I, uh, I, I really think that you know that's something. What, where do you fall on that? Do you think like the players should have control of that stuff? Should they be listening to their own staff, or should they be listening to the team doctors? Because we saw what happened with Isaiah Thomas. And now when I see these players kind of leaning on their own, their own medical staff, like I'm, I'm not going to blame them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, 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 if I'm the team, I don't know. That's a tough one, man. It's so tough. Cause if you, you know, it, it, you know, we know the jazz to be a solid organization. Yeah. So um, I can't blame them. If your doctor's telling you, no, you know, and you really, truly care about that uh that player's well-being and future if you're not just looking at you know one game versus eight seed or or whatever it is uh i i get it you know even if someone on the outside is telling me differ like i pay this guy in-house you know it within the jazz organization to tell us if someone can play like that yeah. that's it period yeah uh by the way this game started the the la game started with Booker driving in, getting his shit swatted by AD, who then came down. Oh. AD dribbled into the paint, kicked it out to a wide open KCP, who just bricked it. <laughs> oh, this is, this is exactly right. what I thought Jesus. was going to happen. Yeah, so they're going to force feed AD this game. It might be over. Anyways, Memphis, Utah. Uh, do you st do you Rob texted the other day, how was this a one seed? I mean, I know Donovan Mitchell was out, but yeah. <sighs> It's just it's the classic system thing, right? Where you're just either the yeah. Nuggets, Jazz, or the Bucks, or the Raptors, and you're just moving the ball, shooting a lot of threes, getting good looks, super efficient, and then you get in the playoffs and it doesn't work, right? I mean, it, 
it's to the max this year. They even have the sixth man of the year. Yeah. Like, it's just so system-based. Ingles are second. Most <laughs> nights they're going to go out and win. Yeah. You know? It, it just comes down to playoff basketball, shortened rotations. Superstars are getting more looks. And, and you know, I, I don't know. I, I hate to, to do it to the Jazz, but it's just like, I, the, I think they'll beat the Grizz 4-1 or, you know, it, it might go to six. Yeah. They'll still win, but just long-term, I don't know. Donovan Mitchell's really good, but eh, it's the Jazz. AD. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. So Jay Crowder's guarding AD right around the three-point line, and AD was kind of doing the T-Mac thing. Like, he, he jumps. He does a little bit of a fadeaway. His right leg kicks out. Crowder is, like, literally standing right in front of him, like, in a defensive stance, like, all the way down, hands out. AD's right leg, like, he kicks it out and kicks him square in the balls. Like, he kicked him (laughs) so hard in the balls, Crowder just collapsed immediately. Oh, my God. That was incredible. He kicked him so hard. Oh. um, I know it's probably not funny and right to say, but I thought you were uh, literally going to tell me he fell down and broke his leg. (laughs) He landed on his other leg and it's broken. (laughs) That that is – I mean – could have no, it won't be broken. He would have just gone back to the locker room for ten minutes and come back. True. Um, so the Grizzly series, all I have to say is I love watching Jaw. Like Jaw's my second favorite player to watch at this point, besides Luca. Like he's incredible. Am, uh, and he stays like I'm, in control a lot of the times too. He doesn't play as out of control as he used to. Am I a blinders? Is uh, Brennan, Is Clark hurt? Uh, I don't know what's happening with him. He just, just DNP anymore. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm completely out of the loop on that one. Like Triple J is playing for some reason, but Clark. That's what I'm saying. Like, I it kind of makes yeah. sense. Like Clark's game is kind of around the rim, right? And I mean, you don't want that with Gobert as much. Um, True. But yeah, I don't. I don't know what the hell that that was. Uh, they have him, and I'm pretty sure Justice Winslow is healthy now too. Oh, yeah. But as you were talking about Jaw, uh, I think someone said it best. It's like he has flashes of Westbrook, but understanding of like the game to some degree or yeah. what, what helps his team win. Because he could go a million miles per hour just like Westbrook if he wanted to and just go crazy. But he, early on in his career already, he kind of understands, you know, he needs to make players around him better and be a little bit more in control. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he's... He's definitely more in control this year. He's getting people involved. Dylan Brooks is the one that's really out of control. He like he'll take he'll take every shot if you let him. Um, but I don't know. I still like the team. It's a fun team to watch, and Jaw is always going to try to keep them in it. And I actually look forward to seeing him and Donovan Mitchell kind of go at it. I feel bad for Mike Conley. Like this is not what he signed up oh. for. But at least they have Bogdanovich, the other Bogdanovich, there to take some heat off of him for a little bit. But that team is so. It's like it's insanely different without Donovan Mitchell. Like it's it's oh, angles yeah, initiating. Average. Yeah, a lot of Conley like not being. He's like, dude, I'm not Mike Conley from eight years ago. Uh, yeah, just not running a whole lot of stuff. And Rudy Gobert is just whatever. He's there, I guess. Uh, and Valanciunas was know, taking it at at Gobert. Stole the word right out of my mouth. I said it's kind of a shaping up to be a bad matchup for Gobert. You have a a bigger, you know, veteran center who's, you know, still very skilled 
and knows how to take his time. And he's just kind of playing bully ball with Gobert yeah. and not really allowing him, you know, jump and block shots. He's just taking his time and, and just being really crafty with the dude. And he doesn't seem to have any, uh, any answers for it. Yep. And then on the other hand, you have Triple J, who's just going to, you know, pull him out to the three point line. So, um, yeah, it is a bad matchup. But yeah, I, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't really know where to, you, you just feel like the Jazz win that series, right? Yeah, I just think overall, uh, you know, the Grizz are, like you said, really fun to watch, but they have their issues as well. Um, and, and I think the Jazz are just an overall better team. And when Donovan Mitchell comes back, obviously it'll make everyone around him better. I don't know what piece the Grizzlies need, but I would love to see them just have something else. I don't know what it is or who they can get or what what it is. I don't know, but I'd love to see they, they kinda, someone with jaw. They kind of remind me, and not, not 100%, but, you know, they kind of fall into the Dallas Mavs or, you know, maybe someone like a Demo- uh, Sabonis or, you know, and some oh, people yeah. would have to leave or something like that. But you know what I mean? Just another really good, smart player. Triple J is not the answer right now. He's just not. I, I'm so tired of dudes like like him and Porzingis. Like, all they do is stand there. They'll shoot threes. They can't fucking rebound. Like, what's the point of having this 6'11 guy that does absolutely nothing besides stand there and shoot threes? Like, it's not yeah, good. And, <laughs> well, and it's like, it's so weird because we know they have different skill sets and, and ways in which they could be better. And it's like, they just refuse to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't understand. I hope Markkanen doesn't do that. Like, I hope he doesn't turn into that because it's not good. You need to, like, your your big should probably get more than, like, six rebounds in a playoff game. <laughs> um, sure. What do you got for the uh, for the series on that one as far as when does it end? Um, what game? Uh, just out of respect to Memphis, I'll go uh, Utah in six. Could be uh, five, but so, I'll say six. Utah in six is plus 250. And I think that's right. That is also the favorite for the series. So can't go wrong there. That makes sense. Um, Which is pretty incredible, honestly. Plus 250. (laughs) That's not bad at all. Um, Anything else you want to cover for this round? Um, No, I think we're still early. We're still kind of, you know, learning about some of these matchups and, and like, you know, just like this LA matchups, can AD bounce back? Stuff like that. Um, I think we'll get kind of a better understanding of where we're heading going into the second round. But, you know, I think uh, my biggest takeaway has just been it's been fun to see fans back, to see some better atmospheres. It's been some really close and good games um, and stars have played well for the most part. So I think it's been fun. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's been uh, the games have actually really the first set of games was fun. Game twos have yet yeah. have been lacking, but hopefully, uh, you know, they keep it up. It looked like we were going to get that just tight playoff, like finally everyone's playing well, everyone has a shot, but no, it just turned into blowout city in game twos. Uh, Uh, One thing I want to look at for the next spot if we can is, um, and I'm guessing it has to be, but is this year's favorite to win the finals, um, how do I say it, the least favored favorite we've had in a long time? Right, like uh, look at the the pre-playoff and see if someone was like, yeah, because last year the Lakers had to be like, what, minus one, like 200 or something? Um, And, you know, we've had all those Warrior teams, and just we've had a a consensus of a a team who should win it. And I know the Nets are falling into that, but it'd kind of be interesting to see, uh, you know, just kind of look at it. 
Yep, yeah, I'll take a look at that because that would be really cool to see. All right, I'm going to get back to this Phoenix-LA game and uh, head to Detroit tomorrow and come back hopefully with oh, yeah. some badass Pistons gear, and we'll see what happens. Some money. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah, money too. Oh, yeah, I will be betting on these games. I'll be betting on these oh, games yeah. in Detroit at the Damn. MGM and on the apps, whatever is available. I'm going to be betting during the wedding. Everything's going to be oh, happening. So. I'm so so jealous. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you guys next week. Hopefully Rob will join us. I He has no choice. He's going to you. So I'm gonna <laughs> make him. I might just pull him up for a pod in Detroit. So we'll see what happens. Oh. Uh, check us out on Twitch on uh, when we get back, twitch.tv slash spread show. Subscribe and rate on iTunes and Spotify. And we will catch you next week.